0: So we've got a question here from Roland from Canton, who says, I met with my CPA earlier this week, and he mentioned I have a high concentration in a single stock. Some of the shares were purchased through normal investing over the years. Some I inherited from my parents' accounts. And then there was a period that I worked for the company and acquired shares through a stock purchase plan. Where do I begin paring this down I guess uh, the, the the first question is, we're talking to a CPA to get this, so uh, Roland, I think the first consideration was be, would be what kind of account is it held in, right, Charlotte? Right, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. If it's in a retirement account, it's easy to diversify. There's no tax consequences, but... So you could sell without worrying too much about it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, You know, some people want to hold on to their company stock. Most likely it's in a taxable account if it's a company purchase plan. Um, But at any rate, you know, you don't want the Tax tail to wag the investment dog. Exactly. Because you can really hurt your portfolio holding on to one thing and if it goes down, or even if it doesn't, even if it stays stable, you may not be participating in an up market because you have so much in one holding, it's just not moving. Right. So you just run the risk of, you know, losing everything. I mean, generally speaking, Logan and I tell clients we don't want to see more than 10% in any one holding. Yeah, right. And that's the highest. Yeah. At the highest. Right.
2: Plus, if you have a lot of stock in the company you work for. You essentially have all your eggs in one basket. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So if your company retirement. goes belly up, so does your salary. So the so first out is a good strategy, even if there is a tax hit. And, yeah. of course, you can coordinate it by doing it over multiple years, or there's different strategies. Assuming you inherited some from your parents, you might have got to step up in cost basis, which right. your gain could be less.
0: Yeah. So. And since you worked for the company and you have received some of this stock from your parents, Here we go again with the psychologist. Quite often we see people that are emotionally tied to stocks. Absolutely. It's an investment. It uh, really shouldn't be something that you are so connected with that you cannot sell it, and especially if it's going to cause you major issues in in life. Basically, let's face it, when you invest, what you want is cash flow from that investment. You're going to either get it in the form of a dividend or you're gonna sell a portion of it or you're gonna sell the whole thing and you can't spend stock, you spend cash. Right. And if it's in a taxable account, you spend the cash after tax. So number one in taxable accounts, tax is an absolute, it's the gatekeeper. You must pay that amount in order for you to get uh, a liquid investment. So you can go buy a car, buy you know your wife a. Fancy diamond ring, right, you
1: Exactly. Fancy diamond <laughs> ring. Um, it's Valentine's Day. No.
0: Yeah, that's right. Or, you know, for, for Logan, maybe, who knows? I don't know what Logan's into. Maybe it's a, a fancy hunting gadget. Is that, you know, yeah, is that a possibility? Yeah, that's a good choice. There you go. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, for me, it's just uh, a candy bar and a, a, a Coke Zero. But uh, the thing is, if you're going to spend the money, there's probably a tax situation don't get too emotionally tied to your stock it's um, you know and if if there is no tax consequence fix it now I assume since he was talking to his CPA though it probably is a tax situation mm-hmm. and there might be a strategy that you can sell over a m- number of years to try to keep your income at a reasonable rate at the same time that you're not uh, there's a there's capital gains tax in a in a taxable account after it's you know, been held one year, but it's
1: much less than ordinary income too. Uh,
0: exactly, and and it it varies though by the income because if it's below a certain level, you're only going to pay. Well, it might be zero. It could if be it's zero. Below, right. What is it like seventy eight yeah, thousand dollars or something? if you're
2: married filing jointly.
0: Yeah, so yeah. you know, if it's below that, there might not even be tax. So you could manage your situation um, in selling this over a, a period of time. Fifteen percent is the more common. Uh, amount, mm-hmm. um, if it's over 78, and it sounded to me like you just spat that number out, Logan. Do you know the next step? Because there is a 20%. I do not. I just happened to look
2: at the the lower threshold today. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: So <laughs> anyway, if it gets bigger, then you could have a bigger tax liability, but it's still yeah. I mean, if you go to the highest tax gains.
1: bracket, ordinary income-wise, if you're in the highest tax bracket, then you're going to be at 20% capital gains right now. Right.
0: Now, if he had said he just bought this last year, uh, the first thing that a tax person is going to say is. Uh, you can lower your tax rate probably if you just hold it for a until year. You've, year and a day until you've owned it for a year. So, uh, there's a few considerations that you need to, to take into account before you just go uh, fixing this. And I used air quotes. That's great on the radio. Don't know if you guys <laughs> like know it. Hand Everybody
2: gestures. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can always look at donating to charity if you're charitably inclined. Oh, there you go. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a good, a good idea. strategy we see a lot.
0: Yeah, especially so. if you're already giving to a charity anyway. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks give to their church. So you can give them appreciated stock,
1: directly. And they'll
2: just sell it and convert it to cash, and
1: and they yeah. don't pay the tax because they're a tax exempt entity. Right, exactly. Yeah. So so you still you know, get the tax deduction. It has to be long term capital gain property. It Has to be held over mm-hmm. a year. Um. And you so, get and the tax
0: deduction at current market value.
1: Correct. Okay. Yep. So
0: that's even better, right? Right. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's correct. So a, you don't have to realize the gain, and you're further diversifying yeah. yourself because you're giving away the appreciated stock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, that's that? a good strategy to do if on stock. You don't have a cost basis on you that you know is a low cost basis you've had forever in a taxable account. Right.
0: And it sounds like that might be the situation mm-hmm. here. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, if you've
0: bought it all your life or, you know, um, unless you're Shauna, who's only 19 years old. Oh, please. Um, <laughs> and know, I have three daughters. That's kind of is, scary. <laughs> uh, well, you know, people do some
1: things. That
0: Go ahead, triplets. I'm not judging. <laughs>
1: triplets, that's right. Uh, yeah.
0: Come on, Shauna. I'm trying to make you young. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, Thank you. Thank yeah, you very
0: much, Charlie. There you go. That's the right word. Uh all right. Well let's uh let's look on. We've got uh a question here from Charles from Sugar Hill says, uh I've owned constellation brands since 2017. My advisor told me to buy more in December two thousand eighteen and then it tanked nearly thirty percent. I sold a little. I still ended up buying more in March of twenty nineteen. I've largely ignored it since. Overall, I believe uh, I have made a profit, but I need to make a decision uh, if this should be a long-term holding. So, I mean, it sounds to me another one of those situations they're they're pining over whether or not to sell it. But, uh, Shawna, you put it well when you said don't let the tax tail Tail. wag the investment dog. That's right. Uh, We say it around here a lot, and I still can hardly get it out. I have to slow down and think about what I'm saying before I... (laughs) Spout that one off incorrectly,
1: but uh, it's, um, it's amazing how many people are. I, I want to make money, but I don't want to pay tax. Well, just make less money. You know?
0: uh, well, exactly. Make no money and you pay no tax. There you go. It's a good problem to have. Uh, <laughs> it tax it is, is yeah. definitely a good problem. You don't have to give it all back. It's just a portion of the profit, right?
2: Right. 15%.
0: There you go. Well, uh, you know, to answer the question, I would look at Constellation Brands, uh, the investment piece of this. Um uh the the beer revenue has grown by almost 13% in the past 3 years while um wine revenue has shrunk about 14 basis points or 0.14%. Uh Canadian revenue also shrunk but part of that is because they sold off uh some of their investments in in uh, Canadian companies. Um, it's it's often thought that uh you know these investments are a great way to uh uh, beat the recession uh that has been to some degree true, but it's not always so uh you know I'm looking at this thing with sixteen and a half percent earnings growth pretty attractive uh they bought canopy so this is kind of a backdoor way that you could get uh invested in uh cannabis but cannabis has been tanking lately so uh their investment in canopy is uh has fallen pretty significantly um I, you know, all things considered, the stock is not in a bad spot. Um, and uh, it's got a, a dividend of 1.6 uh, that's covered 3.2 times. Pretty safe dividend. Probably a decent investment. All right, guys, uh, what do you see? Market up or down this week? Uh, going up. How about that? Two ups, and you know me, I'm a broken record. Thanks for listening to Money Talks. We'll catch you next week.